Welcome to the Imposture to Unstoppable podcast, where physicians can learn how to overcome imposter syndrome and create the career of their dreams. Before we jump in today, I want to tell you about my self-coaching course, which will help working moms in high-stress jobs overcome self-doubt, rumination, and worry so that you can finally enjoy your career, feel confident, and find balance. I created this course about a year ago now, and it has helped so many women who are trying so hard to be good at their jobs and to be the best mom they can be and are just struggling because they think that they're not good enough at either job. And the best thing about this course is that it's totally self-paced. The videos are short and sweet and there's tons of activities to go along with and you can pick and choose the ones that are going to help you the most for where you're struggling right now. You will get lifetime access to the course, including any updates or anything I add in the future, and the ability to email me for email coaching for the first 30 days of your subscription. You will learn simple, actionable solutions for overcoming self-doubt. You will develop genuine and lasting confidence no matter what happens at work or how crazy your kids behave in public. And you will gain the skills to leave work at work so you can feel balanced and stop dreading your work days. So check that course out at kristenyatesdo.com forward slash courts. Let's jump into today's episode. So welcome, and let's talk about something called the arrival fallacy. So this is something that I got introduced to when I became an attending, but I didn't know what it was at the time. So essentially what the arrival fallacy is, is the belief that when we get there, in air quotes, it will be better than here, in air quotes. And it's important to point out, like so many other things I talk about on the podcast, that this is a normal human condition. But I think for those people like physicians who work tirelessly for one goal for years and years on end, it gets magnified because we as doctors delay gratification for so long. We start medical school in our early 20s for most of us. And even if it's a second career for you and you're starting later than that, you start medical school knowing that you have a long, long road ahead of you before you are you finally made it, right? And it's already four years of just schooling after college before you can call yourself a real doctor, right? Meaning a resident. And then we become a resident and it feels exciting for like maybe the week of orientation. And then it's brutal. And we are counting down the years until we're an attending, right? And unfortunately, for most of us, once we become an attending, we are again, disillusioned and have a feeling of, is this all there is? And I remember, and I talked about it on the podcast before, but for me, this was a profoundly disappointing experience for me. I really, in my mind, thought that I would become an attending and feel like I have made it. I thought for sure I would become an OBGYN, I would get the perfect job, and then I would just rinse and repeat for the next 40 years and be totally happy doing it. But the unfortunate part about that um, is that that's not what happened. And that's the story I hear over and over again is that we think that 
we're going to arrive at our destination, which is usually being an attending, and then we'll just be happy and feel elated and excited. And like, now we can finally just relax and do what we love. But that's not what happens. What happens for so many of us is we feel like, now what? (laughs) My brain kept offering me this question of, now what what are you going to do? And I remember feeling so irritated. I I was so annoyed. I'm like, are you serious, brain? I just worked my butt off for over a decade and I can't even enjoy this. It's, It's on to the next thing already. And unfortunately at that time, I didn't know enough about my own personality and my own brain to really take a step outside of that now what thought and enjoy how far I'd really, I'd really made it. So the feeling of, is this all there is that question? The answer really is yes and no, right? Like so many other things in life. The fact of the matter is we're never supposed to arrive. We are never supposed to make it. And Unfortunately, and we hear this all the time. We hear it time and time again. Life is about the journey, not the destination. But then on the other hand, we're constantly going towards a goal, thinking that we really can make it someday. So there's this contrast of, you know, people say enjoy the journey, but the journey to being a doctor is hard. As we talked about before, it's hard work and it it very rarely feels rewarding as a student and as a resident. And so it's really, really difficult to enjoy the journey when we're so convinced that once we become an attending, we'll have it all figured out and it'll feel great and wonderful. But the fact of the matter is, and you can ask, if you can't relate to this yourself, I I bet you have colleagues who will admit this to you. There is a real sense of there's more to life than this. This is not what I signed up for. Life is always going to have ups and downs. And when we go on believing that someday our lives will be all pixie dust and rainbows, we're setting ourselves up for disappointment. And I can speak to this, you know, from experience because I've done this to myself time and time again. You know, it's when I become an attending, when I get the dream house, when I get married, when I have the family, when I get the paycheck, when I have a business, when I have coaching clients, when I lose the weight, right? It's all of those things. I'll be happy when. But the reality is that our brains are conditioned to make that never true. And it's just the nature of the human brain. It's always on to the next thing. Unless we make an effort consciously to validate ourselves along the way, to enjoy the moments that we have that we can congratulate ourselves, like when we get the job, when we lose the weight, when we have the family, all of those things. The point of life isn't just to get somewhere and then do the same thing over and over again. The point of life is to grow and learn more about yourself and to continue to evolve. So how can your life change when you make this mindset shift? The number one thing that I've noticed is that you enjoy the struggles a little more. And that sounds really strange, but what happens is that you realize that there is a lesson in everything and everything is temporary. So 
I think that this is a really good lesson because now whenever I have a hard day at work or I find a surgery particularly challenging or I'm struggling with the kids, I am able to most of the time take a step out of the moment and realize like this struggle is teaching me something. And if I look at it through that lens, it always is a great reminder that this is just part of it. This is just part of life and I get to make it mean whatever I want. The other thing that this mindset shift will do for you is it will show you how to respect the contrast of life. And what that means is that you have an awareness that the good feels so good to you in those moments because you know how bad it can feel sometimes, right? You know how happy feels and joy feels because you know what desperation and sadness and loss and remorse, those, you know what those emotions are. There's no good without the bad. And I think if we're always so focused on getting to the next milestone, then we miss the moments of the contrast in between. And then what happens is we kind of like live a blunted life, right? Like everything is blunted because we have our heads down trying to get to the next destination without focusing on the day in and the day out. Because really the moments are what make our life, right? It's And it's the exciting moments like when we get the job or finish medical school or have children or meet the partner, but it's also the struggles, right? And I think it's, I love to think about the example of I wouldn't have found the relationship and the marriage that I have now if I had not struggled and gone through the divorce that I went through in my 20s, that would not have happened. So I have no choice really, but to look back on that and realize like there was some growth that took place in that time in my life. And also it prepared me to become the person that I needed to be in order to be in a place to meet my now husband and create the life that we have together. And another mindset shift how this can change your life is that you realize that growth and rest are really the combination of what life is about instead of here and there. So there's not this constant on to the next, on to the next. It's like, this is a growth phase or this is a rest phase. And I think that's a much more healthy place to live your life from because if you're always focused on getting to the next thing, that leaves very little time for rest and celebration and recharge. And instead, when you can focus on this is a time for growth and this is a time for rest, then I think there's innately more balance in that. And then finally, it's a really good opportunity to focus on patience and self-compassion. And the great thing about patience and self-compassion is that they are great antidotes for imposter syndrome. So really, when we can kind of come to terms with the fact that our brain loves to think that our life is better someday in the future, and we can kind of question that and question that tendency of our brains to have this arrival fallacy and live in the moment and live in the journey, then that's where I think a full life is rooted in those, in those beliefs. So how can we avoid the brain's tendency for arrival fallacy? As I already alluded to, and it's, of course, it's, it's a practice, not it's something that will get better at every day and not every day is going to be perfect, but really focusing on 
the small moments and allowing yourself to deeply feel emotions as they come up. Like I will really allow myself to deeply feel discomfort and deeply feel restlessness and on the opposite side of that, deeply feel joy and contentment. And what that provides me with is more richness with my life and also appreciation of where I'm at right now, where the journey is. And that doesn't mean that you don't have goals and you don't look to the future 100% of course, but it doesn't mean that you you don't celebrate yourself along the way. You celebrate the small wins. You celebrate the moments that you just can feel so grateful for your life. And that way, when you finally do reach your goal, you're already accustomed to celebrating yourself. And then it's just a bigger celebration all around. And the, sh- and the shock of the what's next, the now what, won't, won't rock you so much at your core because you know that it's part of it, but you've also enjoyed the journey. So I'd love to hear from you. Please reach out to me on social media, Kristen Yates Do on Instagram or email me at kyates21 at gmail.com. I'd love to hear how this resonates for you. And of course, share this with someone who you think might benefit from learning about this arrival fallacy and that it's normal and there's nothing wrong with them if they're struggling. All right, guys, have a great week. Mm-hmm.